Welcome into another week of the Winners Club podcast without John Anderson. This is great. I'm Chris Scheim, joined as always by Michael Mutnansky and as in as the always. last two weeks, Lucy Burge. What's going on, folks? What's going on, guys? Is that the effect? Mutt sounds very down to Mutt me. is depressed. I'm worried. First of all, what's going on with Ben Charleston and now Mutt? It's, it's a fair question. Ben sad, is kind contagious. of yeah. Ben's been in a weird mood, and I'm, I'm I'm I I can't I should be super excited. John's not here, which is like automatic excitement for me. Uh, but I sat down to look at these games, and it just it doesn't feel like it's worth it. We're talking Tuesday at wow. two o'clock, and it just every every five seconds we got like we connected here to this podcast, and two seconds later, Tyler Lockett goes on COVID. So to sit here and pretend to handicap these games when we have no idea what's going to happen, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what sad boy season is. I know Feidelberg and Barstool talk yeah. about it. This is my sad boy season right I now. I can't handicap games right now, and it's very it's affecting my mood. Both of you. I honest. feel that on an emotional and spiritual level, Mutt. Um, it's it's a weird week. We're now approaching 110 players on COVID on the COVID list uh, as of over the last three days. That's it. Yeah. Just three days. We're almost at 110 players, which is insane to me that not every single team has gone into advanced protocols at this point. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Only seven teams have. And you start to get that panic that you got in March of 2020 when things were slowly, steadily getting canceled, and you're like, oh, my God, are we moving toward that again? And, like, you feel it in your chest, and you're like, this is my anxiety is really acting up. Like, everything's going to be canceled again. If I have to go back to only betting on Russian table tennis and Australian rules football, I am going to lose my mind. It was but. quality, though. I was. was supposed to stop betting horses for the rest of the year, and if we lose football, I'm back to the horses. Well, horses are COVID proof, so we're well. Okay. That, well, the jo- so, and the jockeys aren't, but for right now, that may, that, that may be my savior because this is uh, yeah, it just it's not fun because we're gonna sit here and I'll say it off the top. Like I, I have a couple ideas on games, but I was in New Hampshire today, Shime, and I have. I usually have four or five bets for the weekend by now. I have zero because you, it does it doesn't feel like it's worth putting him in to have the line change or even if there's like a, a slight chance that it goes through the right way. It doesn't feel like it's worth it because you can't cancel the bets. It doesn't work that way. They're not gonna let you cash out afterwards. So I'm waiting literally till inactives on Sunday, I guess, or Saturday yeah. with the two games Saturday be. before you you figure it out. But it's I I have no other offering to give anybody. Like how, how do you bet these games right now with any confidence? Well, not- I love prop bets. I can't place any prop bets until <laughs> right before the game because there's a chance that they get ruled out with COVID. Yeah, now in true. that sense, in that instance, the bet gets nullified because the player never even played. But even still, like I don't want to have to worry about. About that risk, right. I, it's just like I, I, I now I have to wait until the last minute to even think about placing player props. Right. So, Mutt, were other people? So, when you go to New Hampshire, do you go to a parking lot and place these bets, like right over the border? Yeah, there's a couple places I would go to. Today I was at a uh, nice little running trail uh, off Exit Five, and so I just was in the parking lot. I was. This is one of those cases, Lucy. I was the only one there. I have well, been in the Home Depot parking lot where I've seen. Other gentlemen like myself uh, making bets on their phone and then driving off because they pull in, they're there for five minutes, and they drive off, never get out of the car. Yep. It happens yeah. all the time on Sunday morning specifically in a certain – right near the Pheasant Lane Mall, Home Depot parking lot. Right. Is it guaranteed to see someone bet? I, well, am, this is I, I am always across the street at the Market Basket parking lot. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, I'm, this is what I was wondering. <laughs> is <laughs> so sad. It's unbelievable. Well, no, I want to do something on, like, the parking lots people betted in New Hampshire because it's a thing. So this is what I was wondering is if today – it was different because other people are feeling the same way about betting these games. If you went there on a Sunday morning, held up a big poster board that said, if you're betting from out of state, I want to talk to you, you would get multiple people who are literally sitting, driving to New Hampshire to bet and then going home. 100%. There is a story. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's uh, quick recap of last week because you know, let's get to some positive news here. Yeah, yeah. Last week, Mutt 
two and one. He hit yeah, on baby. KC, and then the Tampa Bay Buffalo over, and then he only missed on the Bears. But I know you had that in a teaser leg, which did hit because you got that up to what seventeen and a half. Uh, I was seventeen and a half by the time the game went off, so that saved some things. But uh, boy, did I feel good at halftime. Texting buddies, told you guys, yeah. Bears plus the points, and then in the second half. They absolutely felt the shit. And so the, the teaser <laughs> saved the day, Explicit but uh, would have been a very, very nice uh, a 3-0 parlay to uh, cash the Winners Club parlay. But it didn't happen, so we move on. It's all right, because we did have somebody do, actually go 3-0, and Who? that'd be Lucy. Yes! Yes! Yeah! Lucy hits on the Minnesota Vikings laying three, but barely. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks laying the three as well. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs laying nine and a half. Well done, Lucy. Look at this. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I went a solid one and two. I bit, missed on both my unders. Um, I even uh, had the Chiefs under in a teaser and lost my effing mind when Vegas, in their own territory, decided to go for it. Ugh. Down 41-9. to nine. They're like, yeah, let's go for this on fourth down from their own territory. Turn it over. And what do you know? Next play, Derek Gore, 50 yards to the house. I was, I was infuriated. But, alas, I missed both the unders. But I did hit on the Atlanta Falcons, so I hit on a nice little underdog. Had the money line as well, so that made up for some stuff. And our Memorial John picks. 2-0. Nick Chubb under, uh, rush yards, and the Tennessee Titans. Minus 8 against the Jaguars because the Jaguars didn't score a point. So our overall record now on uh, the Winners Club podcast, 71-63. and 63. We're hitting, Was that, that an 8-3 week? That was an 8-3 and wow. week, Mike. Baby, how about that? This. And we are now hitting at 52.9%. We're technically making money. That's really good. Well done, everybody. I'm really proud of us. I'm proud of you guys. Great job. This is great work. Uh, so now we get to this week's picks. Uh, as Mutt said, and as we're all depressed, it is sad football fan season as literally everyone is <laughs> in COVID protocol. You can say sad boy season, it's fine. That's true. It's all encompassing <laughs> at this point. Sad boy season because everyone in the NFL is in COVID protocol for the most part. But we got a game tonight, Chiefs Chargers. We got two games Saturday. We got Raiders Browns, which is a mess. And then we got Patriots Colts, which is actually the good game. And then a few games Sunday. So let's start. Patriots, as we t- want to do here. Patriots currently two-point underdogs in Indianapolis. Mutt, I will start with you. Where are you leaning on this Patriots game? Over-under sits at 46 as well. I don't have a feel on the total. I'd probably lean under, but I do like the Patriots here. I think the Patriots are an example of uh, a pretty good bet this weekend. If you think the two teams are pretty similar, if you think that home field doesn't mean what it used to, if you think the coaching advantage for the Patriots, then getting two points here on the road uh, is a pretty good deal. Uh, both teams are top 10 DVOA. Both teams have questions at quarterbacks. Uh, both teams coming off the bye. And as far as we know right now, no major COVID issues uh, for either team. Uh, I'm going to be playing the Patriots, given this line right now. I'd love it to get to three. I doubt it'll happen. Uh, given our access to DraftKings in New Hampshire, everyone's going to bet the Patriots. So I think it's going to probably stay around the number it's at right now. So I don't mind, Shime, a little money line sprinkle. Or if you decide, you know what, they're going to win anyway, I don't want the points. Take a little bit of the, the juice away and take the money line. Uh, I don't think the Patriots are that much better than the Colts, but they are better. And as you guys pointed out on uh, Gresham Keith the last couple of days, 0-12, the last 12 meetings, 2009, November, the last time the Colts beat the Patriots. What were you doing in the November of 2009, Shime? Take us uh, back. November 2009, I was a senior in high school, actually. Okay. So I was, November, I was doing a whole lot of nothing. Probably actually doing uh, some community service work. Oh, that's very... Oddly uh, enough. So. I, I don't want to know why, but I think I, if we, my, if we go back I, that far to figure out why the Colts are last one. It's not a rivalry. I'll take the points, but I think the Moneyline Patriots is probably the best play. There we go. Lucy, where are you at? November 2009, I was also a senior in high school, and I was mere weeks away from finding out that I had gotten into Wellesley early decision. Woo! Wow, congratulations. Oh, thank you. Just reliving that moment. <laughs> 
And now, so where do you stand on this game? Oh, this game. Well, uh, now I have to come back to reality now. Um, This game, yes. So I got Patriots plus two. So the Patriots have covered the spread in their last seven games. They're nine and four against the spread. Mac Jones' thumb going to be perfectly fine. They're very pliable, his thumbs, as he showed us last night. And Belichick is 38 and 13 on the spread after allowing 17 points or less in three straight games, if you can believe it. Okay, that is that is such a wild stat. I have to believe it. It so. is. That is a BetQL trend. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, BetQL. I am actually probably going to stay away from this game completely because I just want to enjoy it. It's one of those games where uh, I, I can see a world where the Colts absolutely dominate the Patriots. I can see a world where the Patriots absolutely dominate the Colts because I think Frank Reich, having beaten uh, Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl, I don't think he's intimidated by him. It's kind of that that old Tom Coughlin effect where he just kind of knows Bill Belichick. He's not intimidated by him. I think there you're going to get a little bit of that out of Frank Reich. And I think Jonathan Taylor is so good. This Colts offensive line is so good that they might be able to move the Patriots around a little bit in the run game. So I'm kind of just going to stay away altogether. I'd like to watch it. I think the only thing I I do like, however, is I'm going to go under 117.5 total yards for Jonathan Taylor. I think he's going to get a lot of yards. Like I think ninety, I think the ninety-three line that they have for his just rushing yards makes a lot of sense. So that's why I'm going to go under in total yards. I don't think he's going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. That'll be more Hines. Um, and I think Belichick kind of does his best to at least contain him. I don't think he allows him to get any big explosive runs, kind of like what you saw in the Tennessee game. But I do expect Jonathan Taylor to get his. So I'm going to go under 117 total yards with Jonathan Taylor, but I'm going to stay away from the game overall and just watch and enjoy. Well, the other thing with this game, this is a game that I trust. With all the COVID things, I'm thinking if the Patriots even have players that are out due to COVID, they will figure it out no matter what. So this is one I trust. There are two games, not including tonight. Tonight, I guess, two because it's not going to be canceled at this point. So the three games that I trust. Okay. Uh, Mutt, what is your next pick? So I only have two. Uh, this is it's, uh, my sad boy betting season. Uh, <laughs> that sounds so sad. Uh, I'm looking at under for 46 and a half Atlanta 49ers. See, this is how rattled I am right now. Oh, I sat down to look at these games, and I could not get excited about it. Uh, sad as far boy as rattled. 46 and a half is the total. The 49ers, all they want to do is run the ball. The Atlanta Falcons offense is absolutely trash. The only sort of salvage there is no longer Cordell Patterson, who turned into a running back instead of a receiver, uh, but is Russell Gage, who Shime has mentioned multiple times on his show, Perfect Lineups, DraftKings. Uh, but 46.5 is way too high of a total. These two teams do not want to score a lot of points. Uh, we, the, the offense this year is down almost a point across the NFL, and I feel very comfortable the 49ers get a lead and just r- hand the ball off to Jeff Wilson, whoever running back is healthy this weekend. I want the under 46.5 Atlanta and the 49ers on Sunday. Yeah, I, uh, I I like the 49ers in this game, too. It's not going to be one of my picks, but you can expect me to put them in a couple teasers this weekend because I think the 49ers are just a better team. Lucy, what's your pick? Okay, so another game I trust, the Buccaneers, minus 11. <laughs> vision board. Vision board picks, people. Buccaneers are 7-6 and six against the spread. They've covered in their last four games. Uh, Brady will not get COVID because he is not human and, and COVID cannot <laughs> penetrate his body. So I know that this game will be played and Brady will be at the helm of this he's not getting COVID because Alex Guerrero will not let that happen do you um are you nervous that Brady is 0-3 against New Orleans in the regular season in his last three games not in the slightest okay it's it's gonna happen the Super Bowl and it, they're gonna win every game going forward so. okay that's a Sunday night game too right primetime sure Sunday Brady beautiful yes, yes Sunday night 820 I'm actually gonna be in on this game as well I'm gonna be on the total however I'm going over 46 and a half here uh it's pretty simple the Buccaneers score at least 30 points at home 
every single game. It it is without fail they're going to score thirty points, which means all I need is seventeen out of the Saints or a little extra out of the Bucks, which I think I can muster because I think the Saints. I think Sean Payton overall understands this Buccaneers team. He does well against them, so I'm going to go over forty six and a half here on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Mutt, what do you got next? I got one more under. It was that Cincinnati game. So I'm going to play basically the Patriots and then two unders this week, 46.5 for Atlanta and the 49ers. Then Cincinnati and Denver, this has already moved down uh, a little bit. I am seeing it at 44.5. Shime, you can confirm that. I have 44.5 as well. In the total for this one. The Broncos play so freaking slow. Their defense is good, as we saw against Kansas City a couple Sundays ago. But offensively, there's just not much there. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are both pretty good. But uh, against Cincinnati, I think they're going to have a hard time running the football early in this one. And also, I mentioned, that again, the, the Ridley Reef stat. Uh, Cincinnati giving up 10% more pressures uh, with uh, with him out of the lineup this year. He just got placed in the COVID list a little while ago. So I think Cincinnati's going to have a hard time getting an offense going. And I also... They had a weird offensive game plan, Shime. Like, going into last Sunday, I was all in on these Joe Burrow stacks. Same. And, and, and because the 49ers, two corners run. I think we talked about it actually on Friday. And then Zach Taylor's running over and over and over again. So yep. until he shows me he can pass the football, I'm going to keep playing unders here. It's 44-and-a-half. It's going to be a Denver spot where they're going to be a dog, but I'm not going to play the game uh, from a line standpoint. I'm going to play another under. I hope that these two teams run the football. Give me under 44-and-a-half, Denver and Cincinnati. So I have the Patriots and two unders, which is a sad list of picks here this week. Oof. That's a guarantee. Uh, my next pick real quick, I'm actually going to go Philadelphia laying nine-and-a-half uh, at home for Twift. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's Whoa. a big, big number. I know. But Who's it- the quarterback? doesn't matter <laughs> that's that's the thing <laughs> Washington football team has 21 players on COVID protocol right now 21 wow. and I just they they uh, half their defense like Chase Young isn't playing in this game Montez Sweat isn't playing in this game I'm pretty sure uh Payne is questionable in this game like Washington is going to be a skeleton squad this number is now up to nine and a half I actually got it I was smart as some people are tend to jump on lines early. I jumped on the Eagles when they were still at six, which is Jeez. great. This line Ooh. this line opened at two and a half. It is now oh my nine God. it is now nine and a half and it is only Thursday. There's a good chance this gets up to eleven or twelve. I want to get it now oh before it gets to ten. Uh you can guarantee the Eagles are going to be in a teaser this week and I still love them at nine and a half as well. So I'm going to take the Eagles laying nine and a half at home for football team. Wow. What a time to be alive. I know. Look right? at this chaos. <laughs> Lucy, oh my God, Lucy, what's your third and final pick? Okay, the other game I trust tonight: Chiefs Chargers over fifty-two. Oh no, I had it at fifty-two. It's fifty-three and a half now. It went way up. So the last three games, the Chiefs are averaging twenty point three first half points per game. The Chargers are averaging eighteen point three first half points per game. So first half total is also another one to take, which is twenty-five and a half, I think. Um, over that, and then so over the full game total as well. Yeah, I love this game tonight. Um, I'm not gonna. It's not one of my picks, but I am gonna pl- put some money on the Chargers. You love money the line. game, but it's not a pick. If you love it, you got to give it out. What's the play here? Let's no, 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 enjoy it's just, it. It's just it's it's just a little <laughs> sprinkle on the Chargers money line because I think it's the last time you're gonna be able to get the Chargers as underdogs on the money line until at least the playoffs. Um, and I think this is the best value you can get out of them right now. They're on. I want to say it's like a five or six game win streak as well. Um, so if you are gonna play tonight's game, I suggest the money line for the Chargers. Or well. the total. But my actual final pick here of the week, Green Bay laying five and a half at Baltimore. There's a good chance Lamar Jackson doesn't play in this game and that this number jumps to eight, nine by game time. Uh, Green Bay is tremendous. I think they're one of the I think they might be the best team in the NFC. Uh, Aaron Rodgers 
looks great at this point. He already had COVID, so you don't have to worry about him being out this game this due is to true, COVID. Actually. So uh, I, I love the Packers laying five and a half here against the Ravens. The Ravens secondary is decimated. I don't expect A.J. Dillon to get a ton of carries. I expect a lot of passing, a lot of Devontae Adams, even some Alan Lazard and some MVS, and a lot of Aaron Jones catches in this game. Um, so once the props do come out, I'm going to be looking to play the Aaron Jones over in receptions, and uh, I am all all over Green Bay laying five and a half at Baltimore this week. That's a pretty good one. So, what do you from prop wise? Um, what, how do you advise the people here, Shime? Like, when when are you going to start firing? Because you're known to send ten or fifteen of these in every Sunday, and obviously, yes. it's a little bit of an issue. So, what what is your plan of attack here? Uh, so, ultimately, I think my plan of attack is I'm just going to have to wait until Sunday morning. I need to know who's playing and who's not for the most part. Um, it's it's just one of those situations where with all these COVID outbreaks, outbreaks you don't know what's going to happen at any given time. Um, and they're going to do the testing probably the morning before the game and the day before, so you'll find out some things Saturday, Sunday morning. So I think like 11 o'clock Sunday morning, I am going to be ripping out a bunch of props for the for this weekend. Um, but unfortunately, you have to wait until last second. You cannot afford to bet on... You know, uh, Josh Allen over pass yards this week against the Panthers, and then all of a sudden Josh Allen has COVID. Actually, I think you're telling people they they should should wait. I think the the books are going to wait anyway because they don't want to put out the market. Yeah, we didn't. Well, we didn't get the for Thursday night games. We didn't get the props until this morning. I I didn't see any lines for these prop bets until very early this morning. So I wonder if they'll wait until they can't wait until Sunday morning, but they might wait until like Saturday or maybe after inactives. Uh, the final injury report on Friday, but you're right. You may be forced to wait because the the books don't want to lay uh, soft lines on some of these prop bets. Knowing like for Aaron Jones, if they find out Aaron, if AJ Dillon, you know, gets uh, you know, COVID, then Aaron Jones props are going to be cash on yeah, Sunday. Right. Exactly. So, uh, so but you, you just want to enjoy the game. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just enjoy. Saying, I'm here you're to there enjoy for the game. Yeah, yeah, I'm here to enjoy. The whole both teams have fun. Uh, <laughs> little prop action for you tonight, though. The pro- as Mutt said, the props are out tonight. I would take a look at Justin Jackson to score a touchdown tonight at plus 350. Eckler's a little banged up. If the Chargers get out ahead a little bit, they may get Jackson in there to to kind of pound the rock a little bit. So I don't hate the idea of Justin Jackson scoring a touchdown tonight. I don't hate the idea of Darrell Williams scoring at plus 190. He's an anytime touchdown score because he's been taking over some of the goal line stuff. Uh, and he's also like the third down back for them. So, uh, Gladwards Hilaire comes out. He stays on. So we saw him catch a touchdown pass. He's almost 2-1 to one to score a touchdown. So I may or may not have put in. Uh, a little prop bet on Darrell Williams to score an anytime touchdown today. Yeah, That's I love that. Um, that'll do it for us. A uh, quick recap of the picks. I have Green Bay laying 5.5 at Baltimore, Philly laying 9.5 at home for Twift, and over 46.5 Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Mutt, what you got? Uh, these are all pending given COVID results over the weekend. But Patriots, I will take the points, but also play the money line on Saturday night under uh, 46.5 Atlanta and the 49ers, under 44.5 Cincinnati and Denver. And Lucy. I have Chiefs Chargers over 53.5 tonight. Patriots plus two on Saturday. Buccaneers minus 11 on Sunday. Perfect. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, And thank you, Mutt and Lucy, for being here. We'll be back again next week. Uh, I think Poopy Pants John will return, but who (laughs) knows at this point. He's he's, he's technically off. Next Thursday, so I don't even know if he's going to be in again. Ooh, it may just listed, be me. Oh, wait a second. I, uh, well, I, I'm working the two to six show. Oh week. no! No way. So we're going to have to. Uh, we'll figure something out. Yeah, maybe we'll I, have I'll to make do my, something I will on make Wednesday. myself available Wednesday and or Friday morning to get something done. We could so do the podcast live on the show. I think mm. that would be good. I think everyone That'd would be, love it. Do that. That'd be interesting. 
I right, think, you guys let me know. I'll, I'll be in a better mood next week. I might get mad about that. But. All right, Mutt, thank you. Thank you, Lucy. Later, we guys. will talk to you guys next week. See you.